it's just like a mini reading. It's quite an honor to talk to you again. Thank you so much. All right, well, Andre, thank you. It's, uh, it's very enlightening. That's true, and I, and I know better. Yeah, you're right. My my own guys have been telling me now you're talking about it. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the Talk with Andre show, broadcasting live around the world on the Open Mind Entertainment Network. And I'm very, very pleased to see we have a lot of listeners outside of California and Arizona. Thank you for you folks staying up to the early hours of the morning to listen to the show. Last week, it's going to be a hard show to actually beat. We had a special guest on and we will be having more guests in the near future. But tonight's show is a little bit different. But last week's show... We had Amberly Largo of Amberly Largo Motivational. Uh, one of the best way to describe what happened during that broadcast is I think all of us, including us professional broadcasters, became inspired just listening to how a person deals with pain, deals with changes, and despite all the things that are thrown at them, they survive. Now, there's a lot of people out there that have the same story, especially people coming back from war zones. I recently spoke to someone who was in Vietnam, a very young man when he went out there, I think he was 18 at the time, and came back completely changed. And all around him, his friends were falling apart, if not killed. Uh, Some of them came back with horrific injuries. Some of them came back to horrific moments in their life where they were rejected and treated badly. But he managed to soldier on and rediscover his life and build an amazing business, have a wonderful family, and still give and volunteer for other vets. What is it that makes these unique people? What is it that stops people getting stuck in a place? And we've all been through, we've all had a moment in our lives when it just doesn't feel like we're going to be anybody or be successful or feel blocked. Hopefully they're very short, they don't last very long. You can call it depression, you can call it kind of refining yourself, readjusting, you can call it the big shadow, whatever you want to use as a word to describe that moment when all of a sudden you have that brain freeze and everything seems like it's just impossible. But there are people that only have that for seconds until something kicks in. It's an energy that's really hard to explain. You've got to be there to see it. And I've seen it many times when in, in my work where people have come in to see me and they have shared their stories or actually right in front of me they've done something which seems impossible. They've got up and walked when they're told they have not been able to walk after 10 years. They've uh, played soccer with one leg. Uh, they've joined the Special Olympics. They've, they've motivated. They've changed. They've been written books. They've been done incredible things. And all the time they have the same skill sets and the same abilities and sometimes not even the education of the people around them that are doing less. Tonight's show is all about the things that block us. The things that get in the way and stop you from moving forward. For I have a theory, and based on what I do for a living, which is energy medicine, I think it's probably a good theory than one that I will follow through and observe and watch probably the rest of my life because it's a theory that it's all about energy 
Oh, I can see people waving their hands in the air and doing that little thing with their fingers. And here we go again. We're talking about energy and energy medicine and psychics and healers and all those things. But our ancestors talked about these things and really believed. And they were not stupid. By the way, a lot of the, if you go look in the past, a lot of the great achievements were not really done by us. We kind of added on to what our, our brethren, our ancestors did. So they might have known a thing or two. And the thing about this is that that energy that allowed them to do great things, climb mountains, build the pyramids, and so on and so forth, is still very much in our DNA. We are still incredible human beings that can do absolutely amazing things. We just, for some reason, have become more domesticated. We like the safety and the solitude and that extra glass of wine and the cookies and so on and so forth. And we'll do the adventure tomorrow. We will change the world tomorrow. We will make a difference tomorrow. We will exercise, be happier, even care about ourselves tomorrow. There was a time when you didn't have to think about tomorrow. You had to survive today. Some of the great stories that come from the plains were the early pioneers. And as you look throughout history, you see there are people that survived and people that didn't. And what this means is our DNA is made up of survivors. For, for you to be breathing today and walking, somebody's had to survive a war, famine, disease, the plague, and so on and so forth. So the fact that you're even breathing or living today is kind of a miracle, and the odds were stacked against, against us, especially in the Middle Ages. So what that means right now is, Stop moaning and complaining and look at just what incredible survival you've had because of somebody in the past not getting the plague or winning a battle or surviving or climbing that mountain or finding that food or inventing something that was protected. The first people that used antibiotics, for instance, invented by the good Frenchman Louis Pasteur. Life-changing things that have happened. And by the way, penicillin was discovered by a mistake. So who we are in this safe environment that we seem to create around ourselves we don't make mistakes and we god, god forbid we would actually do something wrong yet the greatest things have come from blocks being removed by people doing strange and wonderful things even the films that we watch with the books that we read are often written by people who are a little bit odd, a little bit strange they don't follow the normal course of security and safety they go off and they decide I'm going to be a famous singer. I'm going to be a famous actor. I'm going to do all those things. And they're laughed at. But they decide that they're going to keep on doing it. And despite all the pressure applied by society to stop them from being unique or being different, they somehow break through. Not all of them. Some stop, some fail, some fall, some make some success and it destroys them. So the fact that you are born and that you have the ability to do things still, means that every single day there's a possibility to find greatness. Wow. So it doesn't matter how boring you think you are, how much of a hamster you think you are, going around on that wheel over and over again, and just stopping for food now and again. There is something in you that is bursting to get out. After the show tonight, after the two hours of broadcasting, I've decided to do something completely new. I am going to do a workshop, which if you go to openmindradio.com, you can come and join us. There's a fee involved in that, and that goes towards the radio station. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take 
what I'm talking about tonight and take it to the next level where you can physically see me and interact and ask questions. I want you to really think about what your role is on this planet. Why are you here? And what is that strange thing that you feel inside of yourself? It's called, you might have heard of it, it's called passion. Wow, did I, did I shock you? Yes, you do have passion. Excitement. The need for adventure. That intuitive knowing that there's something more that you can do. That need to help people. That need to inspire people. That need, need to help people heal. You are an incredible survivalist. Oh, you might not be fighting wars right now or being chased by lions and tigers or being uh, maybe a saber-toothed tiger trying to rip your head off or uh, stamped on by a woolly mammoth. But back then, I can't say mammoth. But back then, in history, your ancestors had to reproduce and recreate and survive some of the greatest horrors that we have seen throughout history. There's a story about Pompeii and how quickly Pompeii was destroyed by the volcano when Mount Vesuvius erupted. Clay, ash, within seconds people were suffocated and encased in, in molten lava. There was a whole generation of people wiped out. In the Second World War, the same thing. In the First World War, in the Civil War, genetic lines have stopped, they've disappeared. Some of the most incredible people have not been born because of what happened in those, at those times. So what's left is us. Yes, the, ra the little ragamuffins that we are, we are left to carry the torch and to do great things. We're not really left to worry about what we're going to eat next or should we, should we have a candy or a cookie or should we just have that jello or we're not supposed to worry about how good we're looking on Instagram, any of those things. We're actually left over because somebody survived for you to do greatness. So you've been handed the torch. You've been handed the power to go out and do great things. But what are you doing? And this is the conversation that I'm having over and over again with people that I'm seeing stuck. I'm saying, well, despite that, how do we remove these blocks so that you can be the person you're supposed to be? Well, Andre, um, I'm not really ambitious. Um, I'm just... As long as I've got money and I've got a nice car, I'm going to be fine. Wow. Yeah, I've got everything I need right now. I don't need to do anything that's going to cause any ripples. You know, I, I, I want to be PC. I don't upset anybody or have an opinion about something. Oh, politics and, and things. Oh, and the environment. It's kind of sad, but I'm okay. I live in my little safe bubble. And as long as I can have my little plastic containers and microwave, I'll be happy. That's not a judgment, by the way. That's a conversation that I've had. Where people focus their energy is often surprising on what they see as important. I'm going to say it again. You are the greatest survivor. You are an incredible person. You have something inside of you that I can't explain. And as, for 25 years, I've been trying to explain frequency energy medicine. I've been trying to explain what I do. And every time I try to explain it, I look at myself and go, well, I'll just do it. And more and more, my abilities keep changing. Ten years ago, I became a medium. I'm not talking about my shirt size. I'm more of a large. I'm talking about talking to dead people. 
And then my intuitive ability has changed where I can work more with animals now and have this weird connection with horses where we seem to have conversations and cats and dogs and even the odd little insect. I really associate with plants and I feel the pain of plants being cut down or hurt. So for all you vegetarians out there, let me just tell you, it's just as painful of me when you're eating a carrot as eating a chicken leg. I am a hypersensitive, dyslexic, overactive ADD, I suppose you could call me. I'm kind of in the, I'm also on the, um, the spectrum of autism to add into the mix. I'm really weird. I'm really odd. But I am a survivor of the greatest living nation before me and the ones before that. I recently went and did my 23andMe DNA, actually a couple of years ago to be exact, but looked at it again recently. I am a combination of so many things and surprising things. No, there was no chimpanzee in there, but there was definitely a lot of surprises. Microasian, Hawaiian, which caught me by surprise. A huge percentage of African-American. And then there was Russian, and then there was all these different things. And I was looking at all these, these percentages, and of course the English and the Irish and so on and so forth, and realizing a lot of the things that I enjoy and like are actually in my DNA, especially with the tropics. I'm not allergic to poison oak or poison ivy. I don't react at all. There are certain things that my body can do when it comes to allergies other people can't. But I'm allergic to some stranger things, which tend to be more people that live in the islands, uh, people as far away as uh, Puerto Rico. And if we start to travel around, we're also Hawaiian Islands and so on and so forth. Water is a very important thing to me. So that's DNA. So let's take it one stage further. Let's talk about past lives. And let's talk about our connection to spirit. And let's talk about the universe. And let's say that our DNA is not just a physical thing. It is a spiritual thing. And that your DNA contains not just physical things that make your eyes brown or your ears bigger or your droopy nose or those funny eyelids, but also creates healing ability. That maybe our parents and grandparents and the great-grandparents and all our ancestors pass on not just the little bits of information in our DNA, but they pass on the memories, the instinct, the dreams that we have, the ability to connect to certain things, because of how they had to survive. Native Americans had to really understand the nature of Earth. And today, a, a lot of people that are getting out of the kind of like the more broken cultural part and getting back into the real Native American understanding will tell you that they can sense things and see things around plants and around animals and around people. And that their memory capacity tends to be greater than the average Westerner. And they remember things that they feel more than things that they actually see. Okay, so I can see a few of you scratching your heads there if you happen to be psychologists or more into that kind of a world. But we believe, and I believe in particular, I have for 25 years, that the brain is a lump of fat that's a receiver. And that all our consciousness lives around us. 100%. Our dreams, our emotions, uh, our thoughts, everything, it's out there. So before we try to hide it, for someone like me, sorry darling, but I see everything. So what that means is, we are, before we even talk to a person, before we even have communication with a person, we are communicating spiritually and connectivity, and this is why we either attract certain people or are attracted to certain people or things.
But what gets in the way is our upbringing, our education, lifestyle, expectations, and so on and so forth. There's a pureness that lives inside of you. There's a very essence of who you are, a core. Oh, we call it this, the true spirit, the soul, the beauty of who you are. But that is the part that we need to concentrate on more and more and understand the beauty that lives inside. For in the last several years, we've been far more concerned about what's on the outside. The reason that people do drugs, and there's several reasons, and I may be wrong, but I'm going to tell you my opinion. The first one is often to fit in or to feel different or to be associated with a certain group of people, to be the tough guy or the tough girl. Not always. Sometimes it's influence of the people around us that get us to try that first hit and do that same thing. And then we kind of keep doing it. And it's a social thing. We kind of join into that group of people. And then there's a classification of people that just want to hurt themselves or want to escape. And they're the ones that most concern me. And there are many kinds of drugs out there, not just the drugs that you take. Obviously, alcohol, you can consider it into the kind of like it's an addiction, addictive quality. Video games, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, TV, and misery. Some people love to complain. They don't feel any, any better than when they're telling you what's wrong with the world, or what's wrong with them, or what's wrong with you. And you notice they... The more they tell you about the bad things, the happier they get. I, I just broke my leg. <laughs> I fell down the stairs and broke my shoulder as well. Hey, you're not going to believe it. Oh, and by the way, it looks like they're going to take the house off me. <laughs> I can't pay the bills. I haven't got a job. Oh, well, my girlfriend left me. And you're looking at them, you're going, why are you so happy? So everybody has their different filters and different feelings. But all this is on the outside of you. So as you interact with people, interconnect, intermove, you are either spreading love and beauty or you're sped, spreading your, well, your dirty laundry. When you're crossing the plains back in the 1800s, you had to really change your energy. You left the cities like Chicago, New York and headed west. And there was a whole different change that people went on. And this is how I've heard it. I could be wrong again, but I'm going to share what I was told. The first part of the journey, everybody's enjoying it. They're singing songs and they're doing well. And then eventually they get off road and they start going into the wilds. And then the first time they see a body or the first time they see a dead carcass or it gets really hot or a wheel breaks and they get a little bit quieter. And then as they get further in and they're dealing with lack of supplies, having to make sure they've got food, hot, dirty, no showers. By the way, there was no Motel, motel 6s to our early people. Hard to believe you young millennials out there, but they actually didn't have portable showers and things. It was a bucket, and if you were lucky. So as time went on, people began to, began to change. And for some people, they would get very introspective and really think about it. But they would work more as a team. Everybody would have their job and try to help each other, make sure everybody was good and taken care of. They had to to survive. And at some point, at some point on this horrific journey across the West to try get into somewhere, they would all suddenly start singing or break out into song. I hear this story over and over again. At the worst possible time... There'd be a nice sunny day and people would start whistling, singing and kind of just almost as if being happy took away all the pain of the world around them. 
How's that for a thought? Because being happy doesn't have to cost you a penny. However, if you listen to society right now, you want to be happy, take this pill. You want to be happy, drink this wine. You want to be happy, buy these clothes. You want to be happy, go to Instagram. You want to be happy. We are being sold so much about what happiness is. And really, it's whistling, singing, walking in the park, laughing at a friend, sharing some time. That's what it really is. So imagine if rather than spending thousands of dollars on doing ayahuasca and going out and doing drugs and trying to raise in your consciousness by doing some kind of stimulant, which, by the way, is not the way you should do it. And I'm going to have a lot of enemies over this one because people are doing this stuff all the time. The best way to really connect to spirit is to go camping, is to go to your church or the place you'd like to pray, is to talk to other spiritual people, is to volunteer, is to help. And is to be respectful and grateful for the fact that today you are here because of what people did in the past. I'm going to open the lines up in a little minute. And if you just grab a pen, it's 818-921-3767. And give you a chance to call in. But I've got some things to share with you. And later on tonight, if you're willing and able, can stay up and stay awake at 9.30, we'll be doing a live broadcast. You have to pay for it, unfortunately, but it goes pays for the radio station. And we'll send you a link, and you can come and talk to me and share your ideas and thoughts. But what I really want to do right now is I'll give you a quick break. Is think about some of the people that are really doing it. So, Amberly Largo is a good example. And I, I want to use her as an example because I've just recently spoken to her and I was blown away. Walks in this tall lady, takes over the room with her energy in the nicest possible way, sits down, has a great conversation with us, gives us tons of pointers. I'm sitting there like, wow, she's like just talking and inspiring. Naturally being herself. She found something, and I believe other people have as well, that's called, how can I use this word now? So it's a five-letter word, begins with T, ends with H. It's called truth. Wow, she found a truth. But there was a journey to get there. How can I help you find your truth? How can I be a signpost? I don't want to be your guru. I don't want to be, be your friend. I would like to earn your friendship, but I don't want to tell you, oh, I love you, you're amazing, wonderful. I want to earn that friendship. I want to be your signpost to a better, happier, and more powerful you. And then after that, you're on your own to go off and have an adventure to change the world. I have never met you. I don't know who is listening tonight. But I will tell you that you are a walking miracle. And that you are courageous and powerful. And you can do anything you want to do if you have the passion to do it. But you have to make a choice. And it's not going to be easy. But you can do it. I'm going to play a song and I'm going to open the lines. I know people are trying to call in right now. Give me a chance to have my little feel before we get to broadcasting. But I'll come back. And as soon as I come back, I promise you I will take the calls. But I'm asking you a question here. It's a very simple question. And that is, who the heck are you?
Well, I don't mind the slow down anymore. I don't mind the sound of my shoes on your floor. I don't mind selling out or playing cover song. Just as long as friends and family sing along. And I don't need more money or faster car now. Don't need a magazine to call me a superstar now. Gonna take this little house and make a home, and then I'll never have to face my nights alone. 'Cause in my heart I hear speed, and on my face I feel you breathe next to me. To by land, by air, by sea, and that is how it's supposed to be. Now, and that much I can say. Now. Well, welcome back. Let's take some callers, and the number to call in is eight one eight nine two one three seven six seven. Hello, caller, you're live on air. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking to? Um, my name is Elise. Hey, Elise. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Santa Monica. Oh my God! So you're close to where we are. You found us. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. at least I can ask you some questions. First of all, are you learning something new right now? Could, sorry, what was that? Are you learning something new right now? Are you training for something or learning something new? Uh, yes, fairly new. Yeah. Are you trying to like start a new profession or a new life? Or I, I, this, this is what I'm feeling. I feel like you're you're rediscovering yourself, and it's like you're you're uh, you're stepping into your own. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I'm actually really proud of you because I feel like you could have gone the other way. And what I'm sensing is that you are kind of fighting for you. Does that sound crazy? Mm, no. So, Lise, what can I do for you? What do you need from me? Um, well, I have a lot of questions, but there's one specific situation that's currently happening. I'm looking for a new place to live, mm-hmm. and um, I've I found this one place, and it's like uh, kind of too good to be true, and I. I don't know, I've gotten scammed a lot recently, and I just don't know when to tell the difference. Well, the first thing to do um, in Los Angeles right now, this time of year, because of people going back to college, there's a lot of what they call gypsies. So these are people that add uh, put advertisements on things like Craigslist, and they'll, and they'll take you to an apartment, but the apartment's not theirs. And they'll take you and show you around and will give you the view. And you, you know, it's only going to cost you $1,500 instead of $3,000 or whatever the crazy thing is. If the price is too cheap for the area, there are several things you can do. First of all, you can ask them a lot of questions and you can ask them to get details of the owner of the property. Is it owned by a company or individual? So you can find out whether that's true or not or even contact, contact them. But you're down to your basic instincts. If it doesn't feel right then you probably shouldn't pursue it. 
Um, yeah, so she says that it's the that she is the landlady. She just lives in the UK. So there's a lot of... Uh, but I don't think it's... I've, I've heard the one living, li- living... When I first started looking, there was the guy that said he was in the Philippines and, you know, he couldn't couldn't really be there. I had to go meet his friend and so on and so forth. And I'm looking at this place. I'm like, wow, this seems pretty cheap for Beverly Hills. Well, he couldn't get me in because he couldn't find the key. He said he'd come back later, but there's 10 people looking at it. So if I want to put a deposit down, it was mine. It was a really good story. And I obviously kind of figured it out pretty quickly. The the mm-hmm. best The best thing to do when you're looking for apartments is to... Obviously, look at all those areas and go and take a look. But sometimes, if, you, if you're one of these people that's not sure whether you have that good feeling about these places, to go through an agency or even talk, talk to somebody in real estate that might be able to direct you to the best places to go to. And some, some realtors do have people that do rentals, and they're often, often very helpful, and they'll tend to guide you in the right direction. Okay, thank you. But what's going on with your digestive system? Because I feel like, what have you eaten today? Um, not as healthy as I usually do, actually. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, my Lord. You, your poor stomach is, is looking at me and going, you're not going to believe what you did to me today. You have no idea what's going on. <laughs> this poor colon, I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back and haunt you. Um you need to eat healthily because you have allergies. Are you a celiac? Should you not eat wheat? No, I don't have celiacs. Right. Okay. Do you have? Do you? Are you do you react to gluten? Um. <laughs> um. No. Are you sure? Not are you sure? Because your body's telling me that you need to be very careful with gluten, and you might have had a little bit of gluten today. Well, yes, I, yes, I have. So, um, have you been tested, like muscle tested, or any allergy panels or anything done to find out what's going on? No, not really. So, tell me about this job. What is it you're going to be doing? What job? The job that you're going to get, because I feel like you're either going to pursue a job or you're about to start a job. Oh, I want to go into. Um, more styling and then I'm also in design. Right, okay. So will you do me a huge favor? Will you find the best hairstylist that you can and just work alongside them? You've got the skill, but you need to be around really good people. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. I don't feel like you're inspired to do it. But I feel like when you, when you, your hands are magic, like they're like gold. When you start working with hair, you can feel it. You can feel the flow. You know how to start it and make it move. But you've not had anybody to explain that feeling to you. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it definitely makes sense. You're actually a, a better a better at what you do than you realize. And I think you just need to be around really good people to help guide you in that way. Yeah. So I hope, I hope that helped. And um, by the way, I love your energy and I wish you every success in what you're doing. And just be really cautious when you're looking at apartments. This time of year especially, there's a lot of gypsies out there. And it's just a nickname they call these people, but they are pretty ruthless. And once they've got your money, you'll never see it again. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. 
Thank you. My first caller from Santa Monica ever. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Take good care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 818-921-3767. We have a caller. Hello, caller. You're live on air. Hello, Andre. How are you? Oh, gosh. I am amazing. I feel guilty. I'm, I'm actually feeling really, <laughs> really good. Maybe I should find something to, be, to complain about. It's, anyway, that's enough about me. Uh, what can no, I do? You should never complain about feeling great. No, I know, but uh, sometimes I feel I'm like the only person in the room who's got a big grin on his face, and uh, that drives people crazy. Plus, I ask a lot of questions, probably too many. What are you, what are you doing? Why are you? Why do I feel like you're stuck? Why aren't you moving forward? Uh, well, um, actually, my life is very good in many aspects right now. Uh, I just had a change of schedule at work, which um, I, I didn't initiate, but it should be a good thing, but I'm still in kind of a transition phase with that. So it's like, it's, what I'm seeing is like, um, like a block, like it's, it's almost like you're in no man's land. Would that be a good description, like you're, in, you're an in-betweening? Well, it's a job that doesn't really go anywhere, but I'm more in the twilight of my career, so I'm not that concerned about that. Mm, I think this. Akash, look, I as I'm as I'm talking to you, I feel creativity, I feel fun, I feel laughter. It's not me. I'm feeling it coming from you, but I'm not feeling it here right now. So it's it's not just about the job. It feels like you're maybe not enjoying yourself as much as you could be, or getting out as much as you could. Does that make sense? Uh, somewhat, yeah. So. In the last couple of months, have you just on purposely not done as much, or is it something that's kind of grown over a period of time? Well, it's been a kind of a unique year. I did do a lot of traveling in the spring. Um, the year started off really rough with my mother getting sicker than she was and passing away end of January, so I had about three, four months of you know taking care of uh, getting her house cleaned out and sold and that whole process. And yeah. And then, and then did some traveling, and so now my life has settled down again to more of my normal pace, I guess you could say. So what I think is going to happen, and, and this is going to sound kind of odd, is that in the next couple of weeks, things are going to be kind of um, organized and put back together again, like it's like moving into a new house. You know, you've got all the boxes around. Um, it feels uh-huh. like your life is starting to come back online. Um, I'm a little concerned, though, that you're not the uh, you're not adventuring out as much as maybe you should. And I think when you're around people, when you're doing things, it it, it keeps you healthy. It keeps, especially for you, your laughter and love really feeds your soul. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just feel like I did so much running around, running around. I'm just glad to stay home and do nothing for a while. Yeah, that's 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 that was work though. That's that's kind of different. I mean, take a break certainly, but you're not the kind of person to be stuck. It's just not who you are. And yeah. you're you're a bit like a butterfly. You like to fly from flower to flower, and you like to explore different places. And that's kind of coming right. back. That's coming back right now. Did you have any? Right. Well, I. I- but they're more oriented toward traveling and you know not on my career than it is on my career so um my my goal is more to have as much time off as possible from work and and see the world before i'm too old to do so which is going to be a long way from today so i want you to this coming weekend 
think about that plan more. I think you can get to that place quicker than you realize. You just need to kind of organize yourself better. But I really see you more like on a cruise ship or traveling or seeing things for the next couple of years than I do where you are right now. And it's like, I don't know whether you're downsizing or whether you're reducing the things around you, but it feels like you're clearing out the dead wood and, and really getting organized. That would be the way I'd describe it. Yeah, I've uh, put, trying to put the focus this year, having had to do all my mother's household stuff and take yeah. care of that, I thought, hmm, this is going to be the year I'm going to take care of some of my own stuff uh, and, uh, you know, some decluttering and things like that and just, you know, personal business. And I'm pretty organized anyway, but it could be more so. So that's, um, that was going to be the focus now for the rest of the year, but I did ha- take a couple trips and, you know, and then now has this, past weeks and changes at work so a little bit different uh, schedule have you had any problems with your immune system at all um no actually i'm very very healthy so i I rarely get sick so i don't know what i'm seeing right now but as i'm looking at you i'm looking at your circulation and often when i see this it relates back to kidney function or potential kidney issues and that's why okay. I don't know. Have you had any kidney issues recently or in the past at all? Any 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 bladder no, infections? I, anything? No, nothing like that ever. So, are there are there kidney stones in the family at all? No. All right. Okay. So I I'm not sure what I'm seeing on that right hand side, but it, it seems to be around the kidney. If you get pain in that area, will you not leave it and go and get checked out? I don't think it's a okay. I don't think it's a kidney stone. But there's something about that kidney. Have you been dehydrated recently, not drinking enough water? Uh, well, you know, it's hard. I live in Scottsdale, so you know how hot it is <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so so I, I do drink water throughout the day. Um, probably not enough, but I do, I do drink a lot of water. So it shouldn't be an issue with what I'm seeing, because when I kind of see things like this, it's normally through dehydration. So I think there's something out of balance with that kidney. And there's two things you could do. You could go and get tested and cost you a fortune. Or you could go and see someone that does kinesiology, muscle testing, and see if they can right. find a balance there to kind of get it back balanced again. I am thinking this is more kidney chi, the energy of the kidneys, than the actual kidney itself. And okay. the right side is very much the giving side, and the left side is very much the receiving side. And I, I feel like you have kind of depleted that side, if that makes any sense. Well, I have had lower back issues for several years, and I did go to someone. It wasn't exactly muscle testing, but it, well, more or less. It's called uh, NET, um, neuroemotional technique. That's fantastic. Was it on the right yeah, side? Yeah, that actually had a good uh, – but I have actually more pain and uh, – not pain, but discomfort on the left than I do on the right. Right, okay. I am very much seeing the right as being where the issue is, and it might be transferred to the left. I, I, I don't see much going on the left. It's the pain's there, but the issues seem to be more on the right, which I know okay. some, sometimes can happen energetically. It can be like a mirror feel, but I think you need to have someone who is uh, a kinesiologist or has a sensitive to energy and if they clear this, I think your pain is going to pretty much is going to heal itself. Okay. Yeah, because the one one effective thing I have done from this lower back issue is was the net therapy, 
that actually, it didn't immediately go away, but a couple of days later it did, and there was a significant difference. It was the best I felt in like seven years, but it did come back. See, that, that makes complete sense to me. So I would continue that or find something very similar, and it will really help you with with that pain. That pain, you don't need to have that pain. It's basically, it's, it's, it's a blockage. Um, right. Are you That's st- what I feel now, because I, I now I've experienced, with it being like 90% gone, I know it can happen. I know that can be pain-free. So I'm just, you know, how many times do I want to explore that same therapy or do I need to try something else? Have you lost a dog recently in the last few years? Well, uh, no, but I, as I said, my mother passed away. I had her dog for a month and then another relative took the dog in, in California. Was the dog a white dog, like a, like a smaller white dog? Uh, no, I've never owned a white dog. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing like, um, oh God, like a little Benji, like a little, like a little, um, long haired, smaller dog, but light in color. Does that ring any bells to you at all? No, I've never had one. I can't, uh, it's think not, of anyone. It's not, it's not your dog. Right. Yeah. The, the few people I know with dogs right now, that would not, uh, describe them. Yeah. This dog has passed. This dog is not living. So, yeah, it's like like the Benji kind of dog. It sounds like long hair. I don't forget what breed they are. Um, Shih Tzus or whatever. That's it's that kind of feel of a dog, and it's I just yeah. sense it around you, and I don't know why because I don't see it as your dog. So it's coming through for somebody else, and and it uh, m- must be somebody close to you. So that rings no bells. No, I'd have to think about that. I don't. I don't recall anyone I know having a small white dog. When you do, email me, and I'll see because I'm not going to let it come through. If I don't know who okay. it is, you know, that's just the way I work. But I'm curious to right. see why this dog's coming through because it's not your dog. Do you have a painting or a drawing to the right of you? Um, well, I just moved into another room as I'm talking. Um, no, not really at the moment, no. When you were in the other room, was there a painting or a drawing to the right of you? Um, a metal sculpture. Right, okay. Uh, I'm seeing like a painting, like a small painting, not very big. But it looks like more like a print than actual. It's not an original, but it looks like a print of some kind. Um, in the last room, when you were, when you were there, was there anything like that smaller to the right of you? No, I just I just returned to that room actually as we're talking, and no, there's a, a two piece metal sculpture. Right. Okay. Is it in like a magazine or like I'm seeing a picture, and it looks like a picture of a woman, and it's like it, I would say it's about twelve inches or so, or that or that in size. Is there anything like that in that location? It would have been to the right where you originally were. No, no, nothing like that. I have mostly metal sculpture, metal art in my home. So it's not like it's not like art as such. It's more like a print or a picture. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm, I'm just seeing like a single picture of a woman, uh, with cur- with curlyish hair. No, I'm not relating to that at all. All right. Okay. <laughs> Write those two down. Because those two are very important. The dog and that and that person are somehow connected, and I can't bring them through because I don't have a reference point. And you know, sometimes people bleed through from the next caller. But I'm kind of curious to find out why she's coming through. She's not showing herself; she's showing a picture, which is odd. And the dog seems to be really important. So this is not like a normal dog. This dog has either a high value or or a great importance to this person. And um, this is somebody that was around you years ago. This is going back into the past. 
but it's a person that's still very much around you. And I feel like educational or somebody very smart, but she's not, this woman is above average in her, in, in her intellect, if that rings any bells at all. Hmm, I don't know. Mm, okay, no worries. We'll just make a note of that. And if, if that comes through, email okay. me and we'll see if we can get the message. But again, educator maybe, or uh, at least went to college. Dog's very important. She has curlyish hair. It's dark from what I can see. I'm seeing like a photograph or like a print of this woman in a small, I'd say 12 by 10 or 12 by 12 frame. And um, the only other thing that she's shown me were pencils. I have no idea why she'd show me pencils, but that was another, <laughs> a, another important part. So she's given me clues, okay. but not enough to, to bring her through. I'll make a note of that, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, you, hmm. Things sometimes turn up that even surprise me. So thanks for calling in. True. Uh, take the next caller. You take good care. All right. Thanks, Andre. Okay, Bye. Bye-bye. Next caller, 818-921-3767. Hello, call you live on air. Hi, this is Nanette. Hi, Nanette. How are you? I'm great. Hello. I'm so happy you're back on the air. Hey, Nanette, your blood sugars seem kind of high. Um, is is that, it? Has that been an issue recently at all? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Have you ever had problems with blood sugars at all? No. Okay. So I would get that checked out because I'm seeing um, it's not super high, but it doesn't seem to be balanced in your system. So that's... Oh. Have I lost you? No. Oh, I'm here. That was the other person. Sorry. Um, so oh. the, the, there's something about your blood sugars that's, that's kind of... It's, it's, not, it's not, not on track. Like it's not balancing the way it was. So I'm not seeing like diabetes... But I'm seeing very uh-huh. out of balance blood sugars, so highs and lows in, and, and that could be like hypoglycemia or something. But have you ever had uh-huh. any problems in the past with your blood sugars? Not that I know of. All right, so I'm going to suggest you get that checked out, and it could just be saying okay. it could. Have you have you eaten anything sugary today, or not eaten enough, or anything happened today that could affect your blood sugars? Probably, yeah. I had. Um, uh, I ate uh, sunflower seeds and a little bit of mozzarella cheese, and I put some little chili lime and brown sugar on the sunflower seeds. So that's probably it. Anything <laughs> earlier in the day that had more sugar in? Did you like this morning? Did you have anything that maybe had a bit more sugar in it than normal? No, I'm drinking um, some uh, tea water right now with mm-hmm. a little bit, just a little bit of honey. Yeah, but that's it. All right, is so I don't know. I, I think this is something I, I would suggest that you go and sit down with your naturopath and let them take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be related to thyroid or it could be late, related to some other parts of the body, but it's, it's more like a hormonal issue, like things aren't balancing the way they should do. And it feels more hormonal than actually blood sugars, <laughs> if, that makes any, if that makes any sense. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? No, but I, I believe you. I trust you. Yeah, well, don't, don't, don't trust me until we get the proof. I mean, let, go out and, and get this checked out. Oh, but yeah. It's, it's not – what I've, I've talked to you before. I haven't, felt, I haven't felt this before. Have you been uh-huh. retaining fluid recently or have been feeling swollen? No. Okay, all right. Been feeling really good. Okay, so if you're not feeling, if you're not feeling swollen, not feeling those things, yeah, I think it's, it could be a hormonal issue. 
that's happening. And cool. it, it could be as simple as yeah, it could be something as simple as not drinking enough water, whatever. But I don't like it when I see these balances out because it could lead to sudden drops in blood sugar. And okay. low blood sugar is as bad as a high blood sugar. It can be. It's just not not a healthy situation. It can give you a headache. It can make you tired. Um, and if it goes really low, it can go into a coma. So you just need to get that checked out. And oh. is that a dog with you? That the little white dog you were talking about earlier? Yeah, the was, one from the early. Yeah, I. That was my dog you were talking about. I think. Who's the lady with the curly hair? The picture. I'm trying to figure that out because it would my be, mom had blonde hair, but no, in the picture, it's a black and white picture. And it would be to the right of you. It would be something to the right of you. So. Well, it, I'm at I'm at Denise's house, so I don't see a picture to the right of me. Okay, uh, what color hair does Denise have? She was, oh my gosh, is it Denise? It's my Denise, duh. She came in here and fluffed her hair. Okay. Yes, and she is brilliant. All right, so I I don't know what this dog is and what the association is and why it bled over into the, from the last caller, but I'm, I'm going to say to you right now that this dog, it's an anniversary or something around this dog. So it's either anniversary passing or anniversary of getting this dog, but there's an anniversary around this dog. Does that make any sense? Well, it's coming up on my uh, mom's birthday, and um, they were like kindred spirits, and my mom has passed. Right, okay. So that, that would make <clears throat> sense. It's not I don't remember the month that he passed. Right, okay. And this picture that I'm seeing, like a 12 by 12 picture of a person, I don't sure it's Denise, but I'm seeing this picture. Does that ring any bells with you? A 12 by 12 picture. A 12 by 10, 12 by 12, but it looks like a print of a picture. And I'm, I can't tell whether the woman's darker or lighter, but she's definitely got darker curly hair. No, I have a, a baby picture on the wall mm -hmm. that's a print. No, does that mean anything to Denise? Uh, she's in the other room. Denise, did you hear that? It's, it's, oh, it's, it's probably on a delay, so she didn't hear it. All right. It's really strong, this picture is, and it's, it's very significant. This person you really... recognize that, Denise? Baby picture? No, uh, the it's, picture of a woman with curly hair. I would say she's, no, she's in her 30s, from what I can see, and it looks like it's a print or a photograph, almost like a magazine, um, like an older kind of picture, not like a modern picture, but something that would have been developed or um that's what i'm kind of saying and it's it's could not, it be oh could it be uh, is it an older woman uh yeah, i'm saying like a 30s I, I really can't tell but i can definitely see she's not gray this is dark hair it, the only picture that i have in my house is of my grandmother that has dark curly hair but that's not that big of a picture okay it's not that one then so i don't know what this picture is but it's very significant in this conversation. And mm -hmm. I think when it's realized what that picture is, and it's a crossover from the last person. So it's like there's some association with what she does um, as an artist. So there's something, there's like a connection somehow running through here. And although you don't know this other person, this person came in because of her. And I, I'm guessing mm -hmm. that this is an older picture that the person was much older when they passed. 
And this is like a, a picture taken in like the Second World War or it was taken in that kind of a period because the hairstyle doesn't look like a modern hairstyle. And the picture is very... The, the, the photograph is almost like... Um, it feels like it's old, like an old like print or something, not like a modern glossy picture. It's an older picture. I have older pictures on my wall in my house of from the 20s, 30s, and 40s of family members. Is the one that matches that particular size and, 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 and what I've described? No, not that okay. size. They're so, smaller. Yeah, so that wouldn't be the one. So I don't honestly no. know what's coming through, but um, the dog came through and the anniversary around that dog is very important. And, and also your, your hormones, whatever's going on there, need to be taken care of. And has Denise hurt, hurt her hand or is having problems with one of her hands? Are you? No, but I do. I, I have an old injury on my right hand, Andre. Is it like, like carpal or something? Cause I'm, I'm around, is it around the thumb? Uh, the thumb, yeah, it was literally blown off with an explosive when I was a kid. Right, okay. Because I'm seeing um, like, um, like scar tissue or something there. Oh, yeah. Has Absolutely, it, it goes for my entire thumb. Yes. Do you get any help with that? Do you get any stretching exercise or anything to keep it? Because it feels like it's it's becoming tighter, like it's not got oh. got full flow there. Oh no, I didn't know that. I mean, I do water aerobics and and wear the gloves and all of that. Yeah. Don't. Have you been Have you been typing more recently, or using your hands more for typing, or doing something like that? Uh, not. Uh, I've been working the yard lately. All right, so I'm just concerned what I'm seeing in the carpal area, and it just you just need to be aware of that because the way the injury is, it's pulling very tight in that area, and it can actually cause some problems within the wrist. So you just need to oh, wow. you need to be aware of that. I'm not seeing any major things right now, but what it's like it's almost like you know when you turn a screwdriver and you put that pressure on the hand, and it, it can hurt the wrist. Yeah. It feels like you may be doing something like that, like turning something, like uh, turning a faucet yeah. on or turn a faucet off but something where you're putting strain in that area. You just need to be aware of it before it becomes an injury. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Two for the price of one. Time for me to go. Thank you, guys. I know. Thank you. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye-bye. Can I, can I tell you one thing? Yes. Are you gone? No. Um, okay. <laughs> two, like two minutes before your show started, Denise and I were talking, literally talking about the impact that the experiences of our ancestors have on our lives even though we didn't experience them ourselves. And that's how you started the show. And that's why I called because we were blown away and flooded with chills because you started the show with what our conversation was two minutes before you started your show. It's so just a the coincidence. The is out there and you're glorious. We love you and we're so glad you're back. Just a coincidence. And then you call in and I'm talking about your hormones and your wrist. I mean, really, come on. I know. <laughs> All right, so guys. I'm just hormonal and I don't care because I'm so happy. Love is, life is good. Big hugs so to you both. thank you, Andre. You're wonderful. Uh, you Straight back at you. Yeah. <laughs> Take good care. Bye-bye. <laughs> hello, hello, you live on air. Hello. Hi. Do you have a radio in the background? Thank you, Andre. You're wonderful. Uh, yes, let me turn it off. Okay. I, I have it off now. So before you say anything, I think this is Teresa. 
And I think that yes, there's some wonderful things happening. I'm feeling excited for you. And it's been a rocky, bit of a rocky path. But I'm feeling a little bit of, um, how can I say, it's blossoming. Like uh, the flowers are coming up. And I have a really good feeling about this. So I don't know what you're doing or what's going on. Tell me more. Okay. Um, I will tell you I am on a, on a new journey. I went back to an old job after moving 850 miles away <laughs> and deciding to temporarily, well, at least temporarily come back to a job that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing that now. And I'm uh, the reason I call this because I had a feeling that you connect with animals. Yeah. And then at the beginning of the show, I heard you say that. And I think the white dog may be my Milo. And he sleeps in a room with a picture of a woman with dark hair. It was actually a picture that my uh, father-in-law gave my husband many, many years ago. Wow. And um, I was kind of shocked when I heard that. I've been dialing frantically here for about <laughs> 10 minutes trying to get in. Uh, I am separated I, from my dogs. I have two dogs. Mm. And I'm concerned about Milo because he's older. He's a little white Maltese. And right now oh, he's a little bit shaggy because Maltese. he yeah, would yeah. need a grooming. Uh, Teresa, i got to tell you, I can feel nothing but love. Uh, I mean, I... Um, there are some issues, and I think you're aware of those. Um, but yes. what what an incredible... Who is the picture of? Who, who is that person? You know what? It's a picture of a young woman um, in sort of a bikini, a Polynesian woman. Mm-hmm. And my father... Well, my father-in-law has been deceased quite a few years. But my father-in-law bought the picture someplace because he just was so impressed with it. And he had it in his house. And then when Vic and I got married many years ago, about 35 years ago, I guess, maybe even more, um, he gave the picture to Vic. And Vic has always kept it in our house. Teresa, um, I'm going to ask you to hold there. I've got to just go into the adverts. and I'll be back in just a few moments, but do not go away. I want to know more about this dog and about the story. So back in just a moment, okay? Okay. Well, you're listening to the Talk with Andre show, broadcasting on the Open Mind Entertainment Network. And we have some sponsors tonight that we want to mention. And the first one is uh, Gentle Wellness Spa. Have you been feeling like it's time for a full body detox? Gentle Wellness Spa is a must, uh, a go for all of your wellness needs. And by the way, voted number one by Goop, which is Gwyneth Paltrow, here in the beautiful heart of Santa Monica. Just walking distance from the beach, mm, mm, mm. gentle wellness offers services such as lymphatic drainage, and we all need that, colon hydrotherapy, and that is the cure for all, infrared sauna, and if you've ever done it before, the ionic foot bath, you'd be surprised what toxins get pulled out. And with over 75 years of incredible, incredible service, um, actually combined service, All its staff are highly trained and certified to the highest level in all natural detoxification modalities. So if you want to get cleaned out, find a new life, and go with the best we have in Santa Monica, 
now is the time for you to reach out to the website gentlewellnesscenter.com, which I think you will find will change your life. Have you been wanting to train yourself in the art of self-defense? Action Awareness Training is run by Lila Reyna. Train yourself in the art of self-preservation with self-defense expert and award-winning author Lila Reyna. Lila will be holding women's self-defense and empowerment workshops in Southern California on September 20th and 21st. For more details and registration, visit her website, lilareyna.com or on Instagram at lilareyna. Are you looking for the out-of-the-ordinary printing that will make you and your business stand out? Why don't you call Warren Letterpress and Graphics? They are an award-winning family-owned business since 2000. Gosh, they're still around. And they are a true vintage printing company with over 42 years' experience in the unique art of letterpress. The craftsman at Warren Letterpress will turn your flat, boring marketing material into a multi-dimensional, head-turning art that you will remember for a lifetime. They handle everything from ordinary offset printing to unique and speciality letterpress printing, foiling, embossing, die-cutting, and so on and more than you could ever imagine. From business cards to stationery and envelopes to packaging and even social announcements, followed by certificates of authenticity, drink coasters, and other amazing and unique work. So if you want to make yourself, your wedding, or your company stand out, visit Warren Letterpress. And that's Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N, Letterpress, at web, on the web, Facebook, Instagram, or Google us. And to all Andre listeners, you get a 15% discount. What are you waiting for? Uh, so call, grab your pens, 909-947-6604. That is 909-947 and, of course, 6604. Take your online presence to the next level with Malibu West Media. Malibu West is a creatively driven multimedia production company with services ranging from film production, podcast production, web design, and social media management. Malibu West's formula is rooted in the fundamentals of human communication and purpose, working to bridge the gap between brands and consumers, artists, and fans. And you can find them at malibuwest.media. Are you needing direction? Are you looking for something more powerful in your life? Do you want to have, well, the next possible chance and the power to see beyond and be incredible just by simply being yourself? We have a little announcement to make. It is Amberly Largo at Amberly Largo Motivation. You can't miss her. She's on Instagram. She has the biggest following of all. But what she has is a book. No ordinary book. It's called True Grit and Grace. And let me tell you, I am a slow reader, and I only had it two days, and I'm already halfway through it. So if it, if it grabs my attention, it's got to be good. So again, Amberly Logo Motivation on Instagram, and the book, you can find it. Just go look for it, True Grit and Grace. You're listening to the Open Mic Entertainment Network. That was Ishan in the background, the handsome, good-looking, and amazing voice who will be joining us on the radio really soon. And from me, Andre, we'll be back in a few moments. Let's play something a little bit different. Sit back and enjoy. I thought I heard- 
Let's bring Teresa back and find out about that that dog and that picture, which has driven me insane here in the studio. Teresa, thank you for driving me insane. Oh, thank you for having me uh, speak to you again. Are you um, are you on speaker? Yeah. Are you on speakerphone? Could you get closer to the mic? Uh, yes. Oh, perfect. Thank okay, you. Okay, I just took your speakerphone. Good. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know too too much more about the picture, except that. You know, my husband keeps it, of course, in memory of his father. And if you would look at the bedroom that it's in where the dogs sleep, it would actually it would be more towards the left of Milo, but towards but to the right of the bed, gotcha. if that makes sense to you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the picture. And this is why I think it was important. The man who bought the picture... Um, was a pretty incredible person. Um, I, I don't know whether he was decorated as a war hero or what actually happened, but I'm feeling that this was a, a person with a lot of... Um, left a legacy behind and really affected a lot of people in his life. Does that make sense? Uh, kind of yes and no. I don't think... Well, he probably was in the military, Um he was kind of a character, and he uh, did he win he liked his women. <laughs> did, did he win awards though? Did he win some awards? Not as far as I know. No. So I I'm gonna this is gonna sound really funny, but I see him I'm seeing dancing, and I don't know whether he was a really good dancer or whether there was something about his dancing, but that's what that was shown. So I want to leave with this. He wants to say sorry for some of the things that he did. And this is aimed at your husband, because I think sometimes oh, okay. he wasn't always the best he could be. Does that make sense? Without going into detail. It, yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. He had a... Don't tell me. Don't, 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 no, 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 no. Okay. Don't, no don't tell me. Okay. So okay. <laughs> um, let me tell you what I'm seeing. I know that there, was, there may have been alcohol involved, and there may have been yes. um, times of rage and anger, we don't need to talk too much about that, but I just want, just for your husband to know that he's at peace and he really respects him for, for that picture. Um, it's as if his son forgave him and he needed to be forgiven. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That I, makes a lot of sense. And I feel a lot of peace around both of them now, which wouldn't have been true in life. And he did have... You only know a very small percentage of the relationships he had with women. There was a lot more than people know about. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and that was more trying to fill a need in himself to be loved. And it, 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 it always went bad. It never worked out. So he got, the, he got a lot of pain by trying to get rid of his pain. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I also want to let you know that you, you're making the right choices right now. And although you've moved around and made changes and so on and so forth, you're getting back into your own stride. It's going to be a good year for you. 
and you just need to pamper yourself a little bit more right now and I would suggest that you do that as quickly as possible so maybe just take some time just to get you know get the day spa get some love get some you need to be pampered does that make sense that yes in fact I was thinking about that the other day that I need to take time for that do you see anything connecting with my dog Myra I need you, I think you need to go and see him as quickly as you can when will you next see him again I'm going back to Alabama the 29th in two weeks. All right. If you could, is that the soonest you can go back? Yeah. Is he going to die? No. I, I just, I just feel like he's got, he's got a broken heart. I think he's really missing you. Ah, okay. Because I was wondering if he still has his mind. It, it, he's, he... it, it's, it's, it's not. I'll be quite honest with you. Um, things are failing. And the sooner you get back, the better. I don't want to predict death or anything, but just I think the sooner you get back, the better. Okay, okay. I can't go back before then. That's the the soonest. But you think that will be the last time I would see him? I, I'm not going to say that. That wouldn't be right because okay. I, I, I don't believe that just because somebody passes or moves on, we stop seeing them, that they're still in our lives. Right. So I don't see death as the the boom, that's it, it's over. I just see it as a, another way of seeing people. So I think in your case right now, um, just hold prayers and healing for him and, and, and just keep him in a good energetic space. There's a lot of deterioration in his body and um, it's kind of speeded up in the last couple of months. Ooh, okay, because I've been doing your energy reset every day which is fantastic. Thank you. And I've been giving the mind and the body healing, the reset to Myla. Well, I think that everything you can do to send energy out there is really important. I have to let you go. I've got six calls holding here. So, Teresa, thank you so much for calling in. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much for everything, Andre. Hello, caller. You're live on air. You guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Hi. I'm going to pass you to my dad. One moment. Here's my dad. Hi, this is Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah, how's it going? I'm hanging in there. I just uh, came from the services for my wife today for cremation, and uh, she passed away July 9th, and trying to see if there's any messages or anything that came through for her. Well, been there. Five years of just a wonderful So, Dan, first of all, let me tell you, um, I'm very sad for your loss. Um, how long were you married for? 35 years. 35 years. So, 35 incredible years where she kicked your butt, kept you in touch, gave you love, and really gave you a good life. Good, good woman. Um, wonderful life. Yeah, and I can feel her energy. But the first thing, when, when, I, when, I, when I, the reason I cut Teresa off so quickly, I could feel you, and I had a sense of urgency to talk to you. And one of the things that I, I could keep smelling was lavender. I don't know why lavender. That, why is that important? That was the lavender in her urn, and the lavender was her favorite color. And we had all the other colors dressed in lavender shirts today at her services. It was just a wonderful day. And she's telling me that you're quite gawky and you have a weird sense of humor. Is that right? <laughs> that would be her. And she, she's kind of laughing at me and... She's showing me, oh gosh, she's showing me her legs and she's telling me that you're a leg man because she keeps showing me her legs and like saying, time to talk about my legs. 
Did you, when you first, did you fall in love with her legs? Gorgeous legs. Oh. She had gorgeous legs. But is that, she was just an extremely beautiful woman. But is that how you kind of were attracted to her? Because when you saw her legs, it's like, whoa, these are, these are, these are amazing legs. Actually, no. I first saw her face, no, she, and I couldn't see her legs <laughs> in, a, in a cotton candy booth, and I found her. She's saying, she's saying, but when, when he did see my legs, <laughs> apparently that, that's... When I did see him, yeah. I always told her she had gorgeous gams, and that's the way I kept it. She, she wants to talk about the, um, I think it's a teddy bear or a toy. But something that it's furry that she's holding. Did did she have a teddy, an old teddy bear, or some like like a like a teddy of some kind? I don't recall of any. Oh, we had. Oh my gosh, we have a little turtle that sits up and does a dance and uses a cane, uh, and it says "crazy about your baby." Is one for me and does a little dance and does I it, have to clap to make the sound or she never got it right. And she it, always made fun of me not and just and, and and to her that's her way of saying that this is real and what she's telling me and and i, I hope these words i share the way she'd like to, them to be shared she may not be singing and be heard right now in front of you but in heaven she's singing to the angels and singing to the stars and she talks about the importance of the stars and looking up and she said every time we saw a shooting star, we'd make a wish, and that wishes yeah. really do come true. Yes. One of them's coming true right now. L- love will, never dies. Love like this never dies. But you have, to, you have to know now that you have to let her go. She has to go to that next place. And where she is right now, especially towards Christmas, because Christmas was so important to her. You'll hear her again, and you'll hear the song. And the song I'm hearing is Ave Maria. And she's singing that with such beauty and such a Celtic feel to it. It's actually making me, I'm actually, tears are running down my face right now. So what an incredible woman she is. Not was. Still is. Yes. My friend, I, I hope that helped you. Helps a lot. Uh, I Thank just. You so much. This has been wonderful. Andre, this is Jeannie. Hey, and Jeannie. Susan was Gavin's godmother. Oh. And we're all here in Sacramento right now. And I am so grateful that you took the call. I had no choice. I actually could cut Teresa off quickly because I had to take this call. Let me tell you. Your wife is pretty insistent against stuff done. She she kicked my butt into touch and got me to drop that call. She was she wasn't going to wait any longer. <laughs> That's her. Yeah, she's a pretty pretty impatient. She's talking about the breathing and she's talking about issues with the breathing. Was that her or is that you? Uh, that was her a little bit in the hospital, but it was really one of my daughters with asthma that has some critical problems with it. And does that, she's here with that too. Is, I'm feeling as though that young girl has been exposed to mold recently or may have been around mold. Is she is there anything that that young girl could have been where there's mold? I don't know. Like a like a bad like a swamp like a swamp. Oh, like no like a swamp cooler. Oh, 
or something, something that it just, she needs to yeah, be... She took a lot of mold off the sidewalks in front of the house. She yeah. sprayed it all off to the turning green. She's very so nervous. Wow. She's, she just wants to, she wants to warn you that the, the, the girl is very, mold is very dangerous to her. And just to be very aware of even mold in the shower or any kind of mold, she's just making a real point about the mold. And she's now moving through and she's going on, she's going towards the light and she's, she just turned around and smiled at me. And the, she's, she's showing me, this is going to sound really odd, but she's showing me these flowers I don't recognize. And I, I'm not sure what they are, but they're small white flowers. I don't think it's jasmine or gardenia, but it's a small white flower, and almost like an orange blossom or something, and it really means something to you, this small white flower. What does that mean to you? Orange blossom from her orange grove might be what she does. That's where she grew up. But we have some flowers here in a new home that she barely made it in before she passed. What were the, uh, what were the, what were the flowers? It was an orange flower with a little, I don't, I don't know what you call it. These, these, are, these look like, bloss, like orange blossoms. They, they have a fragrance to yes. them, or like, almost like plumeria in a way. But these... One of our friends, Diane, brought up plumeria lays for all of us, and we're taking them to where she wanted to have them spread, her ashes spread on Lake Trinity in North California, Northern California, and that's going to happen. This Sunday, and Diane made all. And Diane made all of these lays with plumeria from her Plum, own yard. Plumeria. So that's what she's showing me, and and she's she's now moving through. But before she left, she talked about the priest, and she said how magnificent this man has been. I don't know who this is, but I feel like this. Yes, absolutely. He's so he's so dedicated to God, and so dedicated to the family that. He's like, nothing's too much for this man. And she really, that she's just said there's a special place in heaven for him and how much she appreciated what he said today and how much that meant to her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that meant home. So, wow. Okay, okay. well, I, I've never met you, my friend, and probably never will, but I have to say I'm connected to yes, you through your... Well, yes, when you're down in San Dimas... He's, he'll, he's sometimes in Glendora and he'll come down. And he'll, or when you're in Roseville, you can meet him. I'm, war, I'm warning you, though, every time you meet me, she's going to come through and do something really silly because that's who she is. And that's she, fine. She's now, she's now made that move. And you can probably feel the change as she's moving through towards the light. But she feels like she had time to say what she needed to say and, and just said, just take care of the kids. And I think she's talking about animals more than people, but she says, take care of them. And, and she said, don't let the plants die. What does she mean by that? Don't let the plants die. Does that... I don't know why, but it just was a miracle. Everything died. So, but, you know, that she watered them or something happened. And so I wound up bringing her two dozen roses every weekend. They were already cut flowers. And she said, they're going to die. I said, they're already dead. You're just going to enjoy them for a while and I'll get you some more. <laughs> She's she that's that's who she is. Well, I it's a pleasure to meet you guys, but I got to tell you uh, to meet. What was it, what's your wife's name? Sorry, her name is Susan. Okay, well, she's I'm calling her Sue because it's been a real fun to meet her. And of all the people in the spirit world I've met recently, she's been the most entertaining. 
and she's just a wonderful, a wonderful woman, a great mother, and what, and what an amazing wife. You had the best time in 35 years with this woman. Incredible. That is absolutely true. Wow. And, uh, and she said, now it's time for a rest. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, guys. Well, thanks for calling in, and much love, and God bless all to all of you. Thank you. Bye. There are never any words to describe what it is to be someone like me, a medium, an intuitive, and a healer. I am cursed or gifted with all those abilities. But I have to tell you, once in a while, when I'm doing this work and it's the mundane and you're just kind of working away and, and, and talking to people and helping people, that something comes through and just captures your heart. And tonight, I was very humbled. I was humbled by the grace of the living and more humbled by the beauty of those that have passed. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. talk in the background then um so many calls so blown away by what i've heard and what i've experienced tonight and after the show at 9 30 i got a workshop and it's just for an hour and we're going to talk about blocks we're going to talk about spirituality and we're going to talk about the reality of what someone like me really does if you go to openmindradio.com between now and actually, you've just got 30 minutes before we shut it down. You have a chance to come and join us and get to see me and share your story as well. I am very blessed to be in this profession. And I want all of you to know out there that this is not an easy journey. It's a journey of learning every single day. And nobody has the power, nobody has the power to make a difference in your life unless you want to make that difference yourself I'm not a guru I'm not someone who's going to tell you what to do or control you in any way shape or form I'm probably going to say the things that you should have been told years ago probably going to tell you the truth but more importantly I'm probably going to let you find what your real magic is and who you really are mm-hmm. 
just before I take the next caller, we're going to just announce a little bit of something for, for the coming weekend as well. On Saturday, I believe in the power of pendulums and I also believe in the power of divination and what we can see with our own energy. 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, there'll be a workshop there. But before we say anything else, let's bring the caller online. Hello, caller, you're live on air. Hi, caller. Hey, Andrea. Hey, who am I speaking to? Andrea. Hey, Andrea, how are you? I'm doing good. I just got my baby down to sleep and all is nice and quiet. <laughs> your mama. So how's, how's it like with your first child? How does it feel? Uh, busy. <laughs> is it just? It's a lot of fun. I remember that baby smell uh, when my son was first born. It's like an aphrodisiac. You just get hooked on them, and as they grow older, they don't smell so good. So by the time they get to teenagers, stop sniffing them. Just, just warning you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll write that down. <laughs> so I feel like your health is improved, and I feel like you are making great gains. You've did a lot of research yourself. You've left no stone unturned. Um, but I'm a little concerned about spirituality around you. You feel a little lost right now. What was the reason you called in for? Um, I don't really know. I just feel like I need some kind of guidance as to where I'm meant to be. I feel having my daughter and going back to work and um, you talked about, um, I think you talked about like passion and things like that earlier. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just don't feel like I have a see. Like I feel so out of place and disconnected, um, from everything that I just don't really know what I'm meant to be doing right now as far as work or, you know, well, anything. So you, I just figured I would call in and see. You've, you've actually got a bit of baby brain as well. You're... Your hormones are in disarray. Things aren't balanced right now. So the way your mind's working is not the way it used to work. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's a couple of things you need to do. Um, there's, a, there's, the, there's a naturopath I work with in Phoenix, Roxy, and she's kind of the expert into helping with hormones and getting balanced. You need to get some advice on how to kind of get yourself back to your, your level of, uh, of consciousness again physically. And then I want you to dance. I want you to move. I don't care if you just stick the radio on and dance around the house. There's no flow. You're stagnant. And mm -hmm. you, you've always, yeah, I feel. You're the go-getter. You've always been, you've always done more jobs than anybody else. You've always worked longer. You've always been more ambitious. And it's like the brakes are on. And I would say that not that you're lacking ambition, but you're lacking the normal drive that you would have. Even when you were really sick, you still had all that drive. So, yeah. What we need to do is get you physically back in trim. And that could be just a little bit of nutrition, a little bit of changes, and maybe some, they'll make some suggestions of maybe wild yam and so on and so forth. That will really help. The next mm -hmm. thing is the physical body, it needs to be, you don't need to be the former weightlifter that you were. You don't need to get back into that place. You need to design a more of a yoga body, a more of a sleeker, faster, more efficient body. Does that make sense? It does, actually. And I just... Um started doing yoga kind of off and on just because I can't really make it to the gym with working and then having her by myself when her dad's gone on shift. So, um, 
I started doing a little bit of at least like yoga or something just to move. So, and the third thing right now is spiritual. Um, you're kind of caught in, you've kind of stepped away. Your sister's not around as much as she was because she's moved to Texas. So you don't have that mm-hmm. spiritual magic that she provides every minute of the day because she's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. What, so we need to somehow get that reconnected. You need to maybe talk to her more, maybe use Skype, maybe connect to her a little bit more or write each other letters. And you mm-hmm. also need to be around spiritual people because they're crazy and weird and you like that. Um, and I would suggest that um, you try to connect with people that are the real thing, not just the flaky spiritual ones, mm-hmm. but people that really kind of kick your butt a little bit. Um, yeah. So I'm going to make a suggestion to you. Um, we've got, we're midway through the year right now and um, I have some kind of classes coming up and um, I would like to... Um, I had somebody recently give me some money so they could donate some classes and workshops to people. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to check with them if it's okay. But if they okay it, I'm going to let the, I will, they will cover your calendar classes. And if you want to join the calendar classes, um, I will let you know tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I can probably get you, no charge to yourself because someone else will pay for that, to the end of the year to have access to the calendar classes. Are you serious? Yeah, I've got to check with the person because they're, make, they're making the donation, but they've said that they want to do something for somebody who really needs it. And I have a feeling that uh-huh. you just need TLC. You need a little bit of love. You need a little bit of like just getting in. You need to be a little bit ornery. You need to argue a little bit, fight a little bit, and just be yourself and be mm-hmm. spiritual. And I, and you know me, I'm not the normal spiritual teacher. So yeah. you, you pretty much, if you're going to watch one of my things, it's going to be, it's going to be in the seat of your pants kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to check with them tonight. I'll let you know tomorrow. But would you, okay. would you accept that offer? If they're, if they're, if they're, actually, they're just texting me right now. Um, yeah, they're giving the go-ahead. So until the end of the year right now, you have access to all the calendar classes. Oh, I'm trying not to cry right now. I just was thinking about how flaky I felt because I, I signed up to do them in the beginning of the year, and I just can't couldn't afford to work on them and keep doing them just with daycare and everything so this is honestly truly amazing i'm very excited and very blessed right now and with the permission i'm going to share the bit of a story about the lady that's doing this um last year um her two-year-old daughter passed away and for her to do this for you as a mother is actually one of the most wonderful things she can do. So I'm just, just reading the text right now, and she's, she's just over the moon that you've accepted it. And I can't bring a daughter back, and I, can't, I, I, I can communicate with her, but she's passed. But what we can do mm-hmm. is that she can invest in a, in, a, in a mother that can talk about spirituality and love to their child. And in a way... By giving this to you, it's helping her heal as well. So at some point, I'll get you two together so she can talk to you mm-hmm. um, if she's okay. O- okay with that. But you know, can you imagine how you would feel if you're in that situation? Uh, I don't even know. I've I've thought about that, like what I would do, or and it's just uh, as a mob that just that feeling that you have. Um, 
or just the feeling of thinking that something might ever happen to your child just is indescribable. She just texted me and she just said, there are no words to describe what it's like to lose a child. And there's no words to describe how angry, how upset, and how life changes so quickly. There's moments of magic in your life when you're at the darkest point, at the lowest part of your existence, that fill your heart and make you rise above things. Could you please thank this young lady? For now, I feel like I'm walking on clouds, I'm smiling, the tears are drying up, and my life just feels better. Wow. You don't know it, but you make a difference just by being you in so many ways. But you made a difference tonight and by just accepting and by her accepting that. And I hope that you will now not just commit yourself to this kind of class, that you'll do something with it. Because Mm -hmm. it's not me holding your feet to the fire. But if you don't do something with this, you're letting her down. Mm Mm-hmm. I will make sure that I make the most of it and do something with this gift that's been given to me because it's, I think it's just what I've needed. I felt very um, just kind of lost spiritually and I've lost a lot of friends, um, majority of my friends since I've had Allison and I've just felt almost like I'm on an island. Like I feel very secluded um, and very kind of stagnant where I just didn't know which direction to go. So it's... um, I'm really excited to get get going on the classes again and get that spirituality back in my life and that magic back in my life. Well, welcome back to Shore. And I, I think that you're going to find the new Andre, the Andre that's in L.A., and the Andre that's learning a lot of lessons right now is a very different Andre that you knew a year ago. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for change, and I'm ready to be real. And everybody that's going to be involved in anything that I'm doing right now has to have a result. I really, mm-hmm. as you can tell by the readings tonight, they're much more detailed and much more accurate. And I want you to keep up with me. I want you to be more detailed, more accurate, more beautiful, more amazing. You have an amazing man in your life. You have an amazing child. And you've struggled with health and you've struggled with life and you've fought and, you, and look where you are. I mean, you deserve this. You really deserve it. Thank you so much. I really would love to connect with her. In time. It's still really fresh. So it's when, when she's ready. And, um, but right now, she said she's walking on clouds. And I've got this picture of this beautiful lady because she's, she's an amazing woman just walking on those clouds and just, and just feeling life. And you, mm-hmm. pro- you provided that tonight, not by saying anything or doing anything other than just accepting somebody's love and gift yeah tell her thank you very much and i'm i'm gonna do the most i can with it to make a change you're talking to her right now because she's listening so you can say whatever you want to say to her oh i just want to i just want to thank her i want to thank you so much for you just you are exactly what i needed today and needed to get myself and my spirituality back on track and I just I don't have any words um to express how grateful I am for you just for doing this this is going to be such a huge gift for myself and 
um, I just can't wait to start doing it again. And I promise I won't let you down and I will um, hopefully can eventually connect with you. And will you promise me tonight that you'll reach out and go on to Instagram and find Emily Largo uh, motivation and just see what somebody does that could have just given up? Um, I think you need to be surrounded by inspirational women, and um, I think she'll help you as well. Her book is pretty amazing. I actually was just going to, when I heard you talking about it, I started looking it up, and I was going to wait. Um, so I'm going to definitely get her book. Uh, um, just only because I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's kind of like I I didn't think I thought it was going to be. I hate to say this, a kind of a girly book. So I, she gave uh-huh. me a copy and signed it. And it's, you know, I suddenly get a lot of books, and so I started. I turned over the first page. That was like eleven o'clock last night. It was two o'clock. I went. Th- I went through half the book, and I realized, oh, wow. I've, got, I've got radio tomorrow, so I had to put it down. So if I mean, mm-hmm. if if I can read a book like that, and I'm just like, I was in tears. For some of it, I mean, just it was just uh, I, I needed that book, so um, I'm very grateful to have uh, been looking at her on the show as well. So, mm-hmm. my dear, Can you remind me the name really quick. Uh, the name of it's Amberly Motivational. Okay. And the book, if I remember correctly, is uh, True Grit and Grace. That's what it was. <laughs> Perfect. All right, my dear. Thanks for calling in, and I look forward to seeing you. Yes, I look forward to seeing you too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Talk with Andre show, and this is a show that's different. I am no longer all the things I've been talking about. I've become much greater in my life as I realize that I'm a catalyst. I am the first ever intuitive catalyst. That means that I'm somebody that doesn't profess to do anything to make you better other than to be in the room. My role in life right now is to reach as many people as I possibly can. And I'm very concerned about the amount of shootings that we're seeing with young white males. And whether it's politically correct or not, I'm worried about all men of all races today. I want to do a reach out for the guys. We're in a battle against ourselves. There's lots of organizations for other cultures, other people, but very little for us. Our private clubs are going away. Our chances of bonding and being together. More and more men are becoming isolated, and we're seeing more and more young men to reach out, to be noticed, turning towards violence. If, if you're feeling angry at the world, if you're a young man right now that's feeling lost or feeling that there's no hope, then I'm sending you a prayer and I want you to reach out to me. If you're an older man or someone that feels like you're no use anymore, you can't get a job or your health's not as good as it used to be, you're not as dynamic as you once were, reach out to me. Everybody needs love. Everybody needs a hug. But more importantly, everybody needs hope. I want to leave nobody behind. So if you're wounded in the field somewhere, if you're depressed or you're in pain, just keep on calling out. And if it's not me, somebody, somebody will find you.
just a reminder before we go back to full radio programming that if you want to join us tonight in our workshop after the show at 9.30, then you simply have to go to the Open Mind Entertainment Network or Open Mind Radio, click on the button there, and come find us. And we will send you a link. But I'm warning you, this is going to go on late. It's going to be an hour of your time listening to me talk and sharing some of your stories. And from now on, we're going to create more of these mini-workshops in the hope that we can give you a chance to be truly incredible. So Open Mind Radio and join the live chat. There's a click button on there. Click join live chat. So in the final moments of the radio show, uh, I just want to share with you what I was saying earlier about reaching out. I know that often when you don't feel good about yourself, when you feel as though the drugs or the alcohol are taking over or depression or you feel lost, you sometimes go deeper into it. You hurt yourself more. Please don't hurt this great gift you've been given. For your body, your mind and your spirit are the direct descendants of the survivors before you. Honour your ancestors. Know where you came from. And know that there are many people today that don't really exist or aren't really here because they choose not to be. But back in the time when there was wars, young men, young women, where lives were taken so quickly and we lost generations and nowhere more apparent is that in my roots for my grandfather was in a concentration camp but because he survived I'm here today I have nothing to complain about I have no reason to be sad for I'm breathing and I'm walking on this earth so before you go looking for spirituality or looking for a quick fix or more crystals or so on and so forth. Be grateful for the fact you're even here. Be grateful for the fact you have a voice. Be amazed of what you can do and see the incredible beauty that lives inside of you. For everybody that's lost a limb or lost a dog or a cat or a friend or an eye or has a disease that's going to kill them or take them over or destroy them in some way, they will look at you that's healthy and happy and they'll want to aspire to be the same. Many people that are going through pain don't turn around and wish they were somebody else. They just want to make sure that other people don't go through the same pain. I am a very simple person with very simple needs and I hope that I'm doing good service to all the other people out there that do my work. For those that are psychic, for those that are healers, for those that are intuitive, and those that are gifted in many ways, this is a tough road to walk on. But it's an honourable road. So I ask you to spare kindness to those of service. Whether it's people in my profession, it's nurses, doctors, healthcare workers of any kind, give them a smile buy them some flowers, or simply say thank you. For we are the ones 
that pick up the pieces when nobody else will. We're the ones that run to an accident, not away from it. We're the ones that hold your hand when nobody else wants to. And we're the ones that won't judge you, hurt you in any way. For we're here to serve and to show love. And that's what we signed up for. Tonight's show was dedicated to all the people that called in. To all the spirits that sat by me, laughed at me, cried with me, and shared their time. For the doggy that kept coming through over and over again, only to be found right at the end with Teresa. And for the, the lady who recently passed away after 35 years of marriage. Susan was an incredible person, and still is. You're lucky if you're moving, if you're walking, if you're talking. You're lucky if you can wake up tomorrow morning. You are blessed if you can do something incredible with your life. What are you waiting for? Me to tell you? What about inspiring yourself? What about actually living life? It's been a powerful year. And my years are always different. Each one goes through its phases. Things happen, weather changes, there's fires, there's famine, there's floods, there's earthquakes. Every year holds many surprises. In January, a young lady came to see me. Hope was given up. She had a rare blood disorder, which I can't go into detail on, I can't tell you a name, but I will tell you that she was at a point where there was no turning back. Her auntie had listened to me on the radio when I was on KWSS down in Phoenix. And they decided to pursue me, and I'm not an easy person to reach. So one day I got the call, and I decided to meet with her and take a look. They showed me what the doctors had shown them, they should, and I looked at it, and I'm really like, wow, this is, this is a complex and difficult condition with not much hope. But despite what I thought, I felt something different inside. Some hope, some possibility. I knew that something could happen. As we sat at the coffee shop chatting away, I asked if it was okay if I just held her hand for a moment. She was frail and delicate. She'd lost almost 50 pounds. When she held my hand, it was bony and gentle and fragile. As soon as she placed her hand in mine, I felt a tremendous amount of cold radiating through my body, and she began to sweat. I noticed her hand was getting red, and the redness was travelling up her arm. Her parents and her auntie watched in shock, as slowly the white flesh became redder as it got to the shoulder, and then, pretty much like a lobster, she began to turn that bright, hazy colour. And then she went back to normal. I let go of her hand and I will admit for the first time ever I felt a little exhausted, a little tired. And I um, parted ways. I went back to my office and I sat down and literally I crashed. I think I was asleep for about two hours before I woke up. A kind of an unconscious sleep, a deep sleep. But felt refreshed and felt good. Today I had a, an email and it reached out to me 
and I actually called to find out what was going on. Hoping the best, but not always sure. What I will tell you, there's a recovery. In fact, the illness has gone completely. And that her life is changing. So I ask myself, am I a healer? And the, the answer is no. I am not the healer. I am just the person that is in the right place at the right time. Tonight when the Suzanne came through, when we had those conversations, it's not about me. I am just the connector. But each one of us plays that part. Each one of us has the ability to connect to other people. But you know you can't help anybody if you sit at home and watch the world go by. I just want to reach out to you all and just say, if at all interested, if you want to do this, and this is entirely up to you, go out and make somebody smile. Go out and share the love. Go out and be fun and be happy. And maybe you'll hold somebody's hand and you will change their life forever. This was the Talk with Andre show. I hope you enjoyed tonight and will share with me at 9.30. Until then, God bless you all and thank you for your patience and thank you callers for calling in and for spirits for connecting. Good night and God bless.